Welcome to another episode of J Crypto. Today I'm joined by Darlington, otherwise known as Lido Nation on Twitter. And um, thanks for coming, Darlington. Yeah, glad to be here. I'm glad we can do this. Um, actually, this is my first ever video, a definitive video um, type of an exchange. I do a lot of Twitter spaces, so I don't do too many YouTube stuff. So this is cool. Yeah, absolutely. It is. I just started doing these, but um, I'm just going to get right into it. So here's what I know about you, Darlington. Do you have any nicknames, by the way, like D or anything like that? Just out of that, people just call me Lido. Lido? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So here's what I know about you, and you can kind of add to the list afterwards. But I know you're involved with Catalyst, and we're going to go into how you're involved and, like, where that kind of comes from. Um. I know that you drop bars in Twitter spaces. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it quite rises to the level of that, but I did something once upon a time. <laughs> All right. So you're humble too. I, I love that. Um, I, so, so let me, and, and you are a deep part of the Cardano community, especially Cardano Twitter. I mean, I hear your name thrown around in pretty much every space I go to. Right, and the, the whole idea there, you know, we, people say, um, oh, blockchain is going to change the world and it's going to touch everything. But that's not really true, right? Like, blockchain is not going to change the world. Like, people are going to change the world, right? So it, until people, like, really get what blockchain is, it's not going to do all that things we say it's going to do. Um, and even if it does change the world, it's not going to be what we think, right? Like China is into blockchain. It looks very different in China than it does say in the U.S., right? So if blockchain is going to change the world the way we are all thinking it's going to change the world, then we need to educate as many people as possible, like future leaders. And so that's why I come in, right? So I've been that's probably why my name goes around because I'm very crazy about the education piece. Yeah. One, one sec, Darlington, because I'm going to get into that, maybe, but I just want to give a good intro here. And I have some fun questions for you just to kind of get to know who you are. And stuff. But um, one thing I wanted to say is, do you like all things in crypto? Like, are you into NFTs? Are you into DeFi? Are you into the metaverse? Are you into GameFi? Or are you kind of more of like a broad, broader view type guy? Like, how do we really solve the the bigger issues? Like, where where is your real passion with this stuff? I haven't narrowed down on a particular thing yet. Education is, is huge. So any opportunity to teach, I've been going into. So I dabble in all of those. I dabble in NFTs. I hold NFTs. I'm looking forward to some games. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be doing DeFi stuff. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So we definitely have that piece in common. So I would like to get into your background. So like, what's your one minute elevator pitch, who you are, comic book version story of like, where, like, why? Yeah, like, wh why are you here today? Like, what's the background that led you to this moment in time? Comic book version? Well, um, one of, is it 10? One of ten siblings, one of ten kids, from my family. Wow. <laughs> um, been very much into technology from the very first time I saw a computer, and that just 
naturally and technology married with i have a deep passion for learning i just hear stuff right so as stuff is coming up i learn about it and um naturally i learned about crypto went through the the um the the i i ico um summer and winter of 2017 <laughs> but the moment i found cardano i pretty much dropped everything i was like okay crypto yeah. now i can do something with it like that happens a lot let's go, let's go do the thing you know and that's kind of how led me here right just what cardano is actually trying to achieve was the first time i can really kind of be able to participate in it at, at a meaningful level other than just you know moaning and lambo kind of a thing <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, so let me say this because like i say on my channel like i'm not some i'm a 23 year old i'm not trying to solve huge world problems i think it's noble that people are i, I encourage that i think it's great um i do care about the I do care about money because I want money to be able to provide for my family. And if my wife or somebody gets sick in my family, I would like to have that kind of, you know, finances to provide for that. But I prioritize learning and education on the J crypto show. And most of my audience is about learning how to use these applications, learning what's coming. And something I've really transitioned to recently was Cardano because I really wanted to prepare people for what's about to happen with Cardano. Cause I think that Cardano is about to onboard a lot of projects. A lot of stuff is about to happen in the next year, two year window. And I just, I, I just think onboarding people to that system and showing them why it's, it's the, the quality of why I believe personally that it's a better blockchain than others in terms of just like being able, being more wholesome. But like mm -hmm. one thing that I really like is Catalyst. And, and the, the reason why I like Catalyst is it's a very powerful engine that is very accepting of diverse opportunities for crypto. So like, I'd love to get into Catalyst. Like, what's your role with Catalyst? Why are you the Catalyst guy? Whenever somebody mentions Catalyst, they're like, oh, you should hear Lido because he's like the Catalyst guy. Like, because you, you're very knowledgeable about it, correct? Like. Yes, and really, that knowledge is not because I'm on any insight. You know, I'm not part of any insight discussion at Catalyst. I just show up, and this is true <laughs> for Cardano, right? <laughs> like if you if you show up consistently, um, you will get the knowledge. You will get better. You will develop. That's almost like you will get transformed. That's kind of why I'm the Catalyst guy because I show up like a lot i go to every town hall just about um i've i've been voting consistently in the last three or four rounds and so and then i've been educating about it and also trying to get some of that murkiness of what's happening in catalyst outside of catalyst into a more general audience um, i do that on my website for example i write a lot about it so that's kind of how I've become the calendar guy, just by showing up, man. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, brother. So, so one thing I wanted to say is let's get into Catalyst because I'm sure a lot of people that are viewing this are probably going to be like, oh, okay, I would love to hear more about Catalyst from Lido. And then I have some more stuff at the end that we can talk about. But like, what is, like, what is Catalyst? What are the major roles like that somebody could be part of Catalyst? Can we just open it up? with maybe that yeah yeah i mean catalyst what is catalyst catalyst what catalyst is 
has shifted a lot. Um, I would tell you the intention and, and what it gets its name from. Kabbalist is this idea of how do we experiment and iterate and as a collective decide on the sustainability of Cardano and how that's managed, right? So the word catalyst is meant, is a chemical term is meant to catalyze something, right? So you can think of it as this great experiment, one at, at the end or at, at these different intervals, it will create systems, tools, ideas, philosophies around how to manage Cardano sustainability, right? There is about 600K worth of ADA that's in a treasury that's specifically for the future development of Cardano. Catalyst is helping shape how that fund is managed and all the processes around that. I mean, as far as roles, as of fund seven, there are eight different roles. I'm actually, I just sent an article um, to my editor um, to publish on Monday that goes to those different roles. Um, so obviously you can be a voter, right? That's kind of like the, at the heart of it. People are kind of shaping, deciding where it gets developed in the ecosystem. And then you can be a proposer, right? And the proposer role is often gets um, not quite understood, but proposer do not have to be implementer. You can just be, think of yourself as a founder, right? That's the, the idea thing person. about it, in my opinion. Too. <laughs> right? And then you can be an implementer, right? So you go to Catalyst, you're like, I have ideas. I don't want to manage the business. I don't want to do communications. I don't want to do market. I just want to do videography. I just want to write code. You can go and join a team and become an implementer and share that 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 um what, that budget once it gets funded. You can be a community advisor. Um, you can be a veteran community advisor. You can be a um um challenge um a challenge. You can be on a challenge team. You can sit on a catalyst circle. Um. I feel like I'm missing one more, but we can go into any specific details yeah. there if you want. Yeah. But those are the different rules high, at a high level. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to give you some examples of some stuff later, and we can really break down and storytell and just, like, learn from those. But um, uh, I'll throw some at you and, and just, like, we'll work it out. But um, basically, one thing I wanted to get into before we go into the roles uh, in more depth were, was basically – the question is this, and then I have a quote sort of paraphrased by me that I had heard from Big C, Charles, in the last mm -hmm. town hall meeting, which was, I think, yesterday it was posted, or two days ago, maybe? Yeah, on the, on the 11th. On the 11th. And, and I was watching that before this interview, because I was just, like, trying to do some research and whatnot. And basically, he was saying that one of the challenges, because the question is, what are the challenges that Catalyst is facing? And he was saying that one of the challenges is essentially – there are many opportunities. <laughs> there are many opportunities. And it's basically about where to drive those resources because there's going to be great, great ideas, great projects that might not get funding. And that's one of the challenges as you guys scale. So I'll just let you pick up there if you want to add more to it or say any other challenges that you've noticed that Catalyst kind of has to overcome to basically... Um, because the next question, by the way, is how does Catalyst scale? So without getting into that too much, yeah. let me start at the... Uh... <laughs> right, but, you know, so again, it's, it's an experiment, right? So in a lot of ways, just 
following the, and I think Catalyst, not explicitly, but in spirit does this, following a synthetic method of observing and then experimenting and then validating, reiterating, you know, going through those, those different steps. Um, and, 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 and in that sense, it's all about uncovering challenges and solving them, right? <laughs> um, and so we've, we've, one challenge that I feel like got solved recently was, hey, Cali's is growing. How do we get different people to, um, to be represented, different cohorts of people to be represented? And, and Cali's was able to, to, to tackle that. And so I feel like right now, probably our biggest challenge is, and this is probably like a giant, like drop the mic, you know, big just random thing to say but it's like how how do we govern ourselves like you know that's what cat is all about it's like governing and what are the attack vectors of that and how do we protect against those like those attack vectors of self-governing um i have so much to say man this is so cool i'm glad that we're talking about this but and i, I have so much to say to get your reactions to things to be honest with you but so basically just for the audience listening, if you don't know what Catalyst is yet, the way I look at it, and, and um, um, Lido can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I look at it as this engine that Cardano has specifically, and ideas of projects can go to this engine, can get funding for the idea, and basically be implemented. And I think that that's incredible first of all. And, and, and that's basically what it is like in, in a layman's terms, just average dude point of view, right? It's kind of like this. this yeah. The, the, the engine analogy is, 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 is quite astute and pretty, you know, captures it pretty well. And, and actually um, the something I was introduced recently, uh, and maybe we'll cover it later is yes. the idea of catalyst native. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Right. Um, which which is this engine that that's essentially this hive mind. I think it's the word that Charles Charles likes to use, the hive mind, where you could throw big problems at this swarm of bees and they would just go and it come up. back with the solution. <laughs> um, and so thinking of it as that thing, um, they've introduced the Catalyst Native program that really kind of reiterates this engine nature of Catalyst. So yeah. Well, that's amazing, man. I love that you just added that because what other blockchain, and we'll get into this because I have some examples that I just was curious if you've heard of, but um, I've actually looked into it and it's it's not native to most blockchains to have this this place to go with your ideas that they have people, they have a system in place that has developers, that has marketers, that has people with ideas, that has funding. And basically it's all self-serving to Cardano's entire community. It's, it's, a, it's, it's pretty unique, the way that they've built it out to be this hive kind of solution that you can just come to and keep building the ecosystem because it's gonna be self-sustaining, essentially. Um, so how is Catalyst going to scale? Because this is another thing that, or how are, what's the conversation, what's the general air in the room of how you guys are gonna keep scaling? I could see a need for scaling. Right, it's, it's, there's a huge need for scaling, right? And we've seen some of that. Like one, one example recently was 
pain, the, the, the phone's getting bigger, the conversation is getting louder. Yeah. We need to maintain some pocket where if you just have a very small idea that takes less than three months to implement and cost less than 10K, you should be able to go straight and get it implemented like, and get rapid funding. And so the, some, some group of people came together and pitched that idea and stuck with it and stuck with it and it got funded. So this fund, um, there's going to be a quarter million dollars for such proposals. Um, that's supposed to be 10,000 or less can be implemented within three months. Um, and they're going to put it on the ballot again for next month. So that's example, because this is a decentralized thing, right? Solution from scaling is not going to come from the top down. There is no like, this is the scaling solution, right? And so this is just one idea that's come out of this whole hive mind of like everybody is asking the same questions, thinking about the same thing, talking to one another, communicating. There's a, there's a big word. <laughs> um, and so that's one way that we've seen scaling happen already. Um, you know, we've, we've introduced things like the, the veteran community advisor, which says, hey, if you've been an advisor before, you can come back and help make the advising process even given more quality by kind of checking to make sure the advisors are doing a good job on the proposal, um, right? That is a level of scaling that didn't exist until fund six, I believe, um, this, this fund that we just got finished with. And so I suspect you're gonna start seeing these different solutions. Um, I would like to see stuff that are coming that are um, um, like uh, regional based, right? Like what does catalyst and funding and those stuff yeah. looks like in Latin America, right? Yeah. And have a proposal that say, hey, we need to set aside this much money, but the way catalyst and proposal are working is out of the continent kind of a thing, huh. right? So I think scaling will happen out of, it will come from the edges, right? You will have different solutions with different cohorts of people. This thing is gonna grow so fast. It's just, I, it's, it feels like it's going to be a monster of an engine. <laughs> it, is, it is. And this is, and that whole idea, and part of why, so this is, this was not mastermind. Like what Calidus is, like nobody envisioned it at IOHK, right? Everybody's been completely blown out of the water by what it turned into. But the, the, the core of, of that's unique to Cardano compared to other blockchain that enables what we see in Catalyst is this nature of identifying, it's, it's the nature of the, 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 the result of things that happen and identifying the users, the different users in the system and, and, um, and um, appreciating them and compensating them, right? So in Cardano, there's, it's not one user, it's not all about miners or holders or, you know, there's, there's a whole plethora of unique users. There's stick operators, there's folders, there's all these roles and the network has gone and identified each of them and compensated them accordingly. So everybody has a vested interest in moving the engine forward. It's like a, yeah, it's like a, it's like a really well-constructed company almost but um and more than that obviously because it's it's on the blockchain it's decentralized so all right let me throw you for a curveball and then i'll get into some some examples so something that i think is super important and it's probably on the lower priority of a lot of issues that 
uh, Catalyst. I was watching some of the Fund 7, and a lot of the stuff was infrastructure. But like you said, there's also this littler fund to get quicker funding. Something that I think is super important is GameFi. Like, I just think that that's an important thing. I, I know that I'm probably rare from people in Cardano that think that. But I just think, and some people might think it's not important, and I get it. It's all good. But um, I just think that for Generation Z and for future generations, GameFi is going to open up so much decentralized economic equality for young people that want to get into games and make some, make some profit. But these GameFi structures obviously have to be structured in a way that's self-sustaining, um, sort of like Cardano. However, what, my question is this. If I went to Catalyst and I had some obscure... Or actually, first, Lido, can I get your actual take on that? Like, what are your thoughts on GameFi right now? Just a curveball of a question. Um, it's not as um, there's more care than than appears on the surface, right? Um, so there's a challenge ex- exclusively for gamers, and actually, gaming proposals are one of the most highest uh, receiving proposal on on that's come to Catalyst so far. We funded a proposal for 100K, um, I think, just maybe two funds ago. And that was when the funding was only $1 million, <laughs> right? So there's definitely more, more, more care than, well, I than meets the that. eye. This is- I could see how that could be because gaming will also bring adoption to the blockchain. Right, right, right exactly. Yeah, so there's definitely people are definitely passionate about it. And- so far, that is his own challenge in Fund 7. So let me ask you this then. If I go to, so, okay, so does it work like this? If I go to Catalyst and, I'm, and I submit a well-thought-out idea and it's something obscure, okay? Like uh, decentralized, uh, what did I, I wrote decentralized eSports League on Cardano. Okay, something obscure. But it's well mm-hmm. thought out. I basically have been working on this idea or that person has been working on this idea for a year, let's say, and I specify everything I need. So the funding required, the devs required, you name it. And I, you know, submit the idea. So like from there, how does that process work? Um, I would just, before we get that, I'll take a step back and and just say, your ideas does not have to be well formed to, to come to catalyst, right? We <laughs> week week one is all about submitting it's all about submitting unformed raw ideas. Um <laughs> and then people comment on it and help you make it well formed, right? So you get this whole week of like they call it the proposal draft period where yeah. you get to really get help but then once you have your idea and then you you workshop it through the whole catalyst process and you get it to a place where it is well formed and explain everything um and then um it it goes so you're going to get this feedback from the community hopefully you respond to it you you, uh there's um you start seeing a lot more zoom sessions on saturdays um i forgot what to call oh catalyst swamp sessions you can go in and have people workshop your proposal and stuff like that with you. And then you basically get it to a point where it's like you're, you're solid, you have a budget, everything, you're explaining how you're going to be accountable to the community and all of that good stuff. Um, and then it goes to your peers, 
this is capitalism, right? It's all about self-governing and governing by each other. These are what they call the community advisors, right? So they go through your proposal and they're checking for basic three things. So they don't, you don't even have to understand the industry to, re, to, to review a proposal. There's no, like, you don't have to pass a test or anything. Anybody can be an advisor. Yeah. And what they're checking for is basically, hey, did you address the challenge? It's just quality assurance. Like you're not just trying to game the system. You actually are proposing something that meets the challenge that the team, the whole community put out there, right? Did they address the challenge? Does it seem feasible that you can you can accomplish it? So this is what you are gonna try to say about your team, your background, to kind of let people know, hey, if I threw a hundred K at you, you're actually gonna get the job done, right? <laughs> And then the third thing the community advisors are looking for is, do you provide a way for us to hold you accountable, right? So this is not a homogeneous metric. You get to set that metric. You get to say, hey, this is how you can hold me accountable. And if you can do those three things in your in your proposal, it goes it goes on the ballot, and then data holders get to decide. Interesting. So, okay, that's really interesting, actually. I did not know that it worked like that, but that's why we have you on. <laughs> yeah, and I think sometimes people, people really don't get that part. They think that you have to convince like some special class of people who will like, hold the keys or anything like that. You really don't, right? You just have to do those three things, and then it's up to people who hold ADA. So then it's like marketing and like, getting to, like, telling people about your idea to go vote, you know? So I guess one thing I'd love to ask is um, how have you seen people answer that third question? So like the holding yourself accountable. It's been mixed. <laughs> and I would say that's probably been one of the, one of the, the lowest scores. Um, like if you, on Light Nation, I have. You see how that would be the lowest score. <laughs> Right, I have I have all the proposals on there, and usually it's like five, four, and then three. You know, kind of a thing. Four. Um, all this ability is is kind of hard, right? And some 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 things are hard to measure too, right? Like if you're if you're doing a proposal to like do marketing for Cardano, like how how do you really measure that? You know, like have you, so I can sometimes it's hard to measure that stuff. But yeah. Any like examples of like things that people have said, or like can you can you make it like you don't have to quote unquote somebody, but like I I just would love to hear what they've said to to answer that. Oh man, I wish. Uh, so there was a proposal about. Uh, oh, this was actually a fun wallet. So there's a wallet that has largely community support is called Game Changer Wallet. I just pulled up their proposal on the website just now, just when you asked that question. And they got a, what was their scores? They got 4.5, 4.5, and then 3.8 for the auditability, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, one of the persons said here, the roadmap isn't super clear. And if you look at the, their proposal, yeah, auditability is one paragraph, um, right? Whereas everything else, it's like pretty decent and you get, you get the auditability. 
is like we can use metadata to have use this metrics. Um, but also it's a it's a it's a wallet. This is what I mean by it can be hard to 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 track that stuff. It's a wallet, it's decentralized, it's kind of hard to track who's using the wallet, right? Because I suppose you can track it at the server, blah blah blah. But that's one example of where it's like, okay, it's hard to track eligibility for a good reason, but they do give a good a good explanation of what success looks like. And sometimes that can be a good alternate way to say, this is how you know I'm doing my job, right? Kind of a thing. What about like something like a DAO saying, hey, part of our treasury will be locked up and you guys will have the access to it. I feel like that's accountability. When I think of accountability, it's like, I, I feel like that's accountability, no? <laughs> it's like. Yeah, yeah, right. That's, that's a good idea. Just when you said that, type in DAO. I don't know this. Let's see. Uh, um, yeah, right. And and that's the thing. If you're providing a completely decentralized native solution, then it's much easier to track. It's much because everything's on the blockchain. It's permissionless. People can just read it. Um, it gets it gets complicated when you're trying to mix these DeFi with um, not DeFi decentralized stuff with centralized stuff, which for largely we still have to do, right? You have to have websites and stuff as folders for these things. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, all right, that's that's fun. I'm glad I asked you that. So, essentially, what's the starting point for this? guy or gal that wants to start a decentralized esports league like where where do they actually go at the beginning if they don't know me they don't know you they don't know anybody where do they go if they have this like rough draft of an idea cardano.ideaskill.com cardano .i okay cool and i'll link that in the description for any entrepreneurs or people that may be working on something and want to present it um all right so would you would you say that Catalyst? Oh, by the way, before we get into that, I'm sorry. Besides the guy or gal with the idea, say I as a YouTuber want to get involved in Catalyst, and there's all these other roles, okay, or a content creator that's watching, right? What kind of role would a person that doesn't have the idea and like more so on the side of maybe like looking at projects and, and researching stuff. Like what, what are those rules called again? You said advisor or. Right. So you can be a community advisor, right. Um, and then once you've been a community advisor, you can be a veteran community advisor. And that's just checking against those three things to make sure the proposal is a high quality. Um, Right. I'd love to do but, that. Uh, <laughs> I'd love right, to do that. Right, right, right. And there's there is three hundred and twenty thousand US dollars that's available that's going to be shared between community advisors for Fund Seven. Oh, wow. so you can get. I, I've known a guy who he did because you can do more. You can do it for more than one proposals, and he he made nine hundred bucks in on five doing community advising you know, work, I think he said. Um, and then here's another fun thing is, is called a referral. So if you know somebody completely outside of crypto who's trying to solve something 
and you can clearly see the light and day that Codano can can make that problem better or it can work on Codano. You can tell them about Catalyst and they can, you know, first of all, um, get funding to help them implement an idea, right, through Catalyst. And if they get funded, you get um, you get a little ADA for, for bringing them into the whole ecosystem. Um, Wow. So that's another rule too that if you're not actually doing something, and there is 80k total that's for referrals for Fund Seven. That's insane. So basically, all these things are just incentivized, um, which is going, to, which is why Catalyst has probably been so successful too, because they're not afraid to incentivize the people that are building this thing. Which goes back to this whole idea in Cardano again of it takes more than. It takes multiple stakeholders for success, right? Yeah. So this catalyst in Kodana is recognizing it takes referral, it takes community advice, and it should all be rewarded. So like, you know, in Kodano we charge fees, but on other blockchains, the fees get burned, right? On Kodano, the fee doesn't get burned, and all the fee doesn't go to miners. Some of the fee goes to ADA holders, right? That's why you make that 5%, because you contribute to the success of Cardano. Some of that fee goes back into the catalyst treasury. That's where all that money comes from, right? So that everybody who contributes to the success of Cardano gets rewarded for it. So let's say that there's a guy like me and I say, I want to go to Catalyst. I want to work for Catalyst, but I don't know what I want to do. What's my first step to do that? I will recommend going to the town hall meetings. This happens every week, two hours, um, about usually. The first 30 minutes is all about announcements. So this is why it's good to go to those town hall meetings. You get to hear everything that's coming up, all the things that's happening. And then usually the next 30 minutes is about proposals, like giving reports, like highlighting some successes in the community. And then the last hours are about networking. The, the Zoom meeting gets split into, I think, 11 different rooms. And you just you can just hop around, meet people, just chat. Like, I would start there, right? Like, there's been so many companies that, that's formed out of just going to these Zoom meetings and, and talking and stuff. And so from there, you can kind of really get a bird's eye view of everything else that's happening. The gamer community, the developer community, the SPO community. You start hearing about all the different discords and all of that stuff. <laughs> okay, this is gay. So, by the way, I had a bunch of questions, but none of these questions were on my paper. <laughs> so, so here's here's something I'd love to ask. That um, is these. So, I've watched the town hall meetings on YouTube, but you're saying to mm-hmm. go, you're saying to go to them. So, like, where do I find? Is that like a Zoom type of link or? Yeah, so generally when the YouTube is streaming, the Zoom link would be in the in the description. Um, okay. So you can actually join the actual Zoom meeting because the YouTube only stream for the first hour. It doesn't stream the breakout rooms. Right. Right, right. Um, and I've written an article too that has all the Calibus link on the bottom. But once you do get that Zoom link, it's permanent and it's every week. So you can just put it on your calendar. And that's what I do. So it's the same link. Right. Gosh. You know, it's interesting. Have you seen any, um, when I first thought of Catalyst, I looked at it as an incubator program, right? I'm seeing now that there's some more uh, 
there's there's a little bit more to it though, right? It's kind of like not as set in stone as an incubator program. It's something that can keep building on to itself. It's kind of scary how like because it could literally just keep building onto itself it's unstoppable but um anyway oh. scary in a good way i mean of course for what it's trying to do yeah but have you seen some of the other incubator programs like binance smart chain most valuable builder and and some things like that i've just briefly looked at them i've not i've not like delve deeper i've i've never i've not seen any of these programs that's community driven the, the mostly top down is that you apply to some committee you know and sometimes the committee is like community voted and stuff like ethereum has the foundation that has money you can apply for right but it goes to i don't know how many people sit on the board right so you at most you might have five people maybe seven deciding on it versus um you know uh, i think oh i forgot the number but versus thousands of people in the cardano ecosystem that gets to decide on your stuff so i really haven't seen a decentralized um a catalyst like thing outside of cardano it's, it's all been quite typical um if it's not super like you talk to a person um some communities like ethereum has the foundation thing you know where it's, it's non-profit and yada 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 <laughs> um but <Yeah>. also <laughs> those bodies <laughs> those bodies that they don't they don't that they don't react to change they don't react to to the community as fast as the way calidus does right uh it's like they have that thing these are the parameters and the only way you can change them is if you appeal to this bureaucratic you know board or governor or whatever <laughs> you know it's so funny you know because i i say the same thing i'm like when i look at catalyst because because mvb don't get me wrong i'm really happy with what they're doing i think a lot of projects on the buying a smart tree will come over to cardano and i i think it's cool what they've done to to help start projects on smart contracts but but what catalyst is doing is so much more it's like it's like it's basically a company and by the way for my audience too just because i want to give value like if you're interested in crypto and you are unemployed or you've been learning about crypto and you are unemployed and you're just in a tough place with with money but you've been studying this stuff and maybe even if you if you have an interest in it even uh check out catalyst like why wouldn't that be a great opportunity to potentially provide yourself some income while mixing in your passion um not it like it cool. but just what do you think about that do you think i'm i'm right or wrong on that for encouraging people or no you're definitely right and i was gonna give some actual numbers about four percent of the people who's been in a catalyst are now four times supporting themselves through catalyst <laughs> and i know that's a small number but it's like right <laughs> no. and, and this is full time right so i obviously part-time and like partial and like you know gig type is 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 massive right like i'm gonna i'm gonna benefit i think the total the total amount that we got funded for my team and i is uh 20 something k i think 26k or something um right 
and that 26k is going to pay full-time salary for three people in kenya for nine months <laughs> right um and uh, one of the companies that i'm partnering with um the guys over at pace george he's full-time now he's he's gotten like four or five proposals funded and that's enough money to to be full-time and like have a salary paid through that like that's that that just gets me so excited you know like i love that so like what other there's no there's nothing else that's providing this amount of jobs too i feel like from what i've seen i haven't seen anything that's providing this amount of jobs for people that's that's literally a community driven um beehive that's freaking scary how fast that could grow i could see a flywheel there just like continual cycle of just growth dang that's interesting right and yeah and and not only that right is this the the key thing to underscore here is this is not a seasonal thing as long as the cordano is running calories will always have money <laughs> right because part of the money comes from transaction fees so as long as cordano exists that fund will always exist right so you can live in it you can like if you if you if you're able to provide a service to the Cardano community um, that the community is perpetually benefiting from, there's no reason why you can't keep getting funding from, from Catalyst because there will always be funding in there, right? And um, Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I have a quick question. So let's take it all like a ways back too. So like if there's somebody that is like me maybe and wants to put out content on Cardano, or wants to put on maybe somebody who's thinking about starting like a podcast. Cause I've kind of done my thing and I enjoy it, but I still might get involved. I, I just want to ask this question for like those people that are listening, could they just make a job out of thin air and could the community vote if it's worth funding? So for example, could somebody say, Hey, look, I want to make podcasts. Cause there's that guy, right. Who does the three minute versions of the, of the Cardano news. Do you, have you ever seen that guy once a month? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So like, could somebody just create a job out of thin air, present it to the committee and literally just maybe get accepted. Isn't that uh, kind of what you were mentioning a little bit earlier, like developers, marketers, things of that nature. Right. Yes. Yes. So it, it really like, there's no rule, right? You have to convince the ADA holders, right? Now I will say, because um, if if you go to uh, Light on Asia and you go to the Catalyst proposal, you can put in any keyword in there, um, and I've gone through and indexed everything to Catalyst. So if I go in and I put in podcast, yeah, um, not many things comes up. I think we get two, four, six, eight, nine. But also this only goes back to funds uh, six and five. I'm gonna add four and three later. Um, but podcast specifically has been a an idea that a lot of ADA holders have not liked. <laughs> they haven't liked that. They haven't liked that for some reason. But I don't know if it's because of how it was presented or if the person like did some podcasts already and proved they can do it. Because I will say people the typical ADA holder are are a little bit more involved. In like in the educating on on Cardano and blockchain all of that stuff, right? So 
you're not gonna be able to just they're not gullible. You have to really sell your stuff, right? Um yeah. <laughs> no, that's so if, if they're not convinced right, right, exactly. Um so podcast specifically, I haven't seen a lot of successes come to it. I have seen successes on like like content, like I got funded for a content proposal, for written content uh, proposal. I got funded on um, AK to to support that for six months. Um, so yes, it's possible. You just have to do a good proposal, like take the feedback, iterate on it. Um, and if even even if you submit it and and the, the voting, you don't get the money. Submit it again the next round. Some people have to submit two, three times, and then it gets funded. Right. So I that's did, the thing, yeah, too. I think I heard that actually mentioned in Charles' keynote or something to that effect. Um, so, yeah, I mean, tinker with it. Keep keep trying, though. If you, if you really think that it's a valuable skill or trait, just keep trying. I like that, man. Um, huh. So, okay. That's so interesting. I'm excited for this. I really am. So let me ask you a couple of fun questions here, Lido. And I like fun questions. All right, cool. So without mentioning the word, this is going to be kind of either a trick question or it's going to be incredibly hard to answer, but I want you to do your best. All right. Okay. Other than mentioning the word community, what makes Cardano oh Cardano? Uh, it's useful and safe, which is supposed to be brief, like rapid. Um, no, it could it's be, useful it can, and it's safe. It can be elaborated, oh, right. simple. Um, right, so without mentioning the word, the C word, um, yeah. <laughs> right? Where Cardano, <laughs> where Cardano sets out to like design a feature, the 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 conversation starts with what need is is this thing filling? What is the need? Like what is the use case? Right? When when people built Ethereum, it was a bunch of guys between the ages of nineteen and twenty two who was just like, oh, I want to build the world computer, so you can you know do all the things, right? That is not how Cardano works. Cardano says specifically what is a use case that will move society forward. It starts there, and then it says, how can we solve this in the safest way possible, right? Um, and that's huge, right? Like, and and one, one, one big difference there is on Cardano and the way Cardano works, it's not a world computer. Is a is a world validator, right? So you don't pay for actions, you don't pay for transactions, you pay for results. So if you don't get the results, you don't pay anything, <laughs> right? So there's no there's no concept where your transaction failing and money just go belly up. And you're right? losing gas, like on uh, I believe that happens on both Binance Smart Chain or Ethereum. Use gas right your transaction right because because you're you're paying to interact Cardano is like nope interaction is free you pay at the end if if your interaction leads to a result now you okay. might not like the result but <laughs> yeah but at least the thing you're trying to do will happen right <laughs> 
All right. So that brings me to my next question, actually. What do you think about meme coins? Or actually, first, what do you think about like that new Cardano meme coin, Hosky? Uh, and then broader, what do you think about meme coins? I still don't know where to get some. I personally want some because I don't know, it's random. Um, <laughs> but in general, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of meme coin just because the people who come into the space don't understand, right? Like people who hold Doge and Sheep, they don't know what they're holding. I know what I'm holding, so like I want, I want a meme coin, right? And and so when people benefit from meme coin, the only reason why that happens when you make a game from a meme coin is because somebody lost, right? <laughs> so you can literally think of you're taking money away from your grandma, your brother, your auntie, <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cut and dry when you think about it like that. <laughs> so I'm not uh, a huge fan of them, but I do want some hash coins. So why not? I don't know. I, I get Whatever, I'm mixed. I got I'm human. I got <laughs> I actually did. I was like, why not? Whatever. But um, all right. So, what do you think about uh, and like, are you a big NFT collector? Are you into NFT collecting at all? I'm into NFT, and I've got some ideas for NFT. I'm I'm way more interested in, in um functional nft but i do i do collect some not not a huge bag i don't think i have more than a dozen or two um but um yeah i have some nft so can somebody with an nft project idea go to catalyst yes and actually if i go to this thing and i put in nft let's see how many proposals come up this may NFT and actually last round had an entire NFT category called NFT business models hmm. um, in like front six, um, right? And so two, four, six, eight, and 12, 14, 16, 18 NFT proposals got funded last time and the highest funded amount was uh, 60, uh, uh, Looks like 15K. Somebody got 15K. Nope, somebody got 80K to do a 3D printable NFT. Um, so, yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay. So, what do you, so like, where's the, are you a big DeFi? Because I study DeFi. I, I think everybody should study DeFi personally if they're getting into crypto. I just think that gives so much, so much of a foundation for understanding a lot of this stuff. Are you a big uh, DeFi enthusiast or a DeFi user or DeFi uh, encourager or like, are you, are you into DeFi? <laughs> yes. I haven't gotten into DeFi on, on Ethereum, but I'm, I'm quite eager to do on Cardano. Um, I definitely want to do um, a lot of the liquidity protocols solution. And I like, the the ideas around um DeFi lending um that's based on some blockchain native um version of the credit score right um and in that world where there is some version of the credit score that lets you do some DeFi lending um um I I I would be willing to to leverage the power of, and the and the 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 branding and 
um, funds of my stake pool to to say, hey, if you are within my community and you need some extra cash, I will put up the collateral for you to get loans and stuff like that. Um, so I'm very, very much like that's a super excited super. for DeFi, um, yeah, right? Cool. So that's that's like kind that of what I'm. I really like that thought, Leo. Like I haven't heard that yet. I really like that. Um, yeah. So DeFi, yes. Let's let's do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, that was kind of the question, to be honest with you. But I mean, it is interesting. It is interesting. Where do you think the state of DeFi is right now for Cardano? Oh, the other um, thing, by the way, I just wanted to comment. The reason why I don't do DeFi on Ethereum too, by the way, is it's very expensive. I mean, you have very expensive. <laughs> you have Aave, which is one of the only legacy DeFi protocols, I would I call them. And they've done the switch over to Polygon, which makes it very cheap. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that I mean, once people start seeing these, like liquid finance is one that I, I think is going to just blow the roof off the top. I don't know. If, what are your thoughts on that? Um, do you like liquid? I've been quite a little bit bummed that they've, they've, they've gone quiet, hopefully for a good reason. But I was so excited about liquid. And actually, the thing I was just talking about, I'm hoping to be able to do that through liquid, like write some scripts and stuff to be able to do that for my delegators. Um, I love Liquid and I don't know if they they are going to, they never publicly promised this, but in like Twitter spaces and, and stuff, they've said you will be able to both stake and earn your staking rewards and provide liquidity, which is huge. Yeah. Um, I did a video on that recently too. It's It's insane. Mm -hmm. It's like triple, right. quadruple dipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited for Liquid. Um, I hope, I hope they they have more information soon and come and come out with the rest of the gang. Um, so let me ask you this, because this was one of my questions here that I wanted to ask earlier, but I didn't get a chance to. When a, an NFT project like the one that got eighty thousand of funding. Do they have any equity that they give away to the um, Catalyst program? No, that's the thing. There's, there's this Catalyst is not in that sense. It's not a venture fund, right? It's an innovation fund. Um, it's paying the the thing that Catalyst tries to get back. Um, you will see the term ROI, but it doesn't mean return on investment. It's return on intention. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, right. And so that, that's all Catalyst is. It's really trying to catalyze in, in many levels of ways. So does, they don't give, they don't, they don't have equity or anything like that um, in, in when you get funding to Catalyst. Um, yeah. I will say um, it's not, again, Kodano is not gullible, right? So yeah. you're not just going to arrive and like get the votes and then get 80K on day one, right? You have to prove you're a human. And then, unless there's a really good reason, you don't get all the money up front, right? You have to you have to submit reports and you get money as you're completing your project, just like the way a lot of VCs would do. When it's like you don't get the whole check, right? You yeah. kind of get checks and, and check-ins and stuff. And so it's ran that way, where you kind of you get them in parcels, uh, depending on your budget and when you, when you say you're going to complete the thing, um, right? 
So so there's 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 less risk of someone getting the hundred K and then going to Florida or Venezuela or wherever people with hundred K go. <laughs> I like what you said earlier though, because it's so it's so fair, right? It's like if you just show up to the Zoom meetings, that's probably the best way to start. And I would I've never I haven't done that yet, but I could see how that could be a gateway to meeting people. That could be a gateway to seeing what succeeds and fails and proposals. That would be a gateway to the community getting to know you and building some trust mm-hmm. there too. So I really like that advice because I think a lot of people that probably talk to you are just wondering how to get involved. Right. And Catalyst has a Discord, they have a Telegram. I am personally overwhelmed by both of those platforms. Um, so I don't, I barely, I'm barely in those platforms, but I do show up at, at the Zoom meeting every, almost every week. So, okay. One fun, one fun question before I ask you one of my f- more famous ending interviews questions, but what, in not financial advice, this is something that Altcoin Daily does all the time. I just like it because I just like to see what people are thinking. But if you had $1,000, you could lose it, but it, would, it wouldn't like hurt, hurt. Like you wouldn't need to pay your rent with it, but it's $1,000 of investment capital. How would you spend that in today's crypto environment in, in terms of investing into crypto? <sighs> well, me talking today, like if, if I had no crypto already, I would just buy ADA and stake it. Oh. Yeah, that would be that, right? But since I already have ADA and it's staked, honestly, I want to be a Hoshki billionaire. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> If you guys don't know, Hoshki is the first, it's the first, right? It's the first meme coin on Cardano. <laughs> It definitely is. I know Space Coin tried to be a meme coin, but it didn't have the meme. They have the dog. Yeah. You know, it didn't have the link to Charles. So I would say it's a bit of a fail there, but whatever. Um, <laughs> don't come at me, please. <laughs> yeah, of course. But anyways, <laughs> um, I'll definitely buy Ada. And, you know, Bitcoin will always be king. So I hold some Bitcoin. Like, I will, and I will keep buying the dip. Um, So... Ada and Bitcoin, that's me all the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I'm looking at Chainlink a lot recently, ever since the mm. ever since the Cardano summit. Mm-hmm. Chainlink is very promising too, especially this whole you know, you know, operability thing. And chain, the thing with Chainlink that I've have not had the time to fully understand it, and I don't know, I don't know if anybody understands it, um, just because it's so <laughs> this whole. This whole, what does it call it? Oracle <laughs> solution. Oh, <laughs> um, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, am I mixing them with something else? Anyways, I like Chainlink. Um, um, you know, we're gonna need the blockchain's gonna need to be able to talk to outside, outside, the outside world, and having a way to do that safely. Um, it's great. I was mixing Chainlink with something else, not Chainlink. Um, it's the one that called himself the layer zero protocol or whatever. Is it um, zero? Is it zero X maybe or the graph? No, it's okay. Um, maybe I'll go to Coin Market Cap here and see the list. Market Cap. Dot com. Um, what you have to like bid for these spots or whatever. Um, Polkadot. I was I was mixing chaining to Polkadot. 
Oh, oh yeah, I'm big. I'm pretty bull. Yeah, I like polka dot as well. Uh, we cover a lot of yeah, polka dot yeah. on the channel. So that's pretty interesting. Can you say any? I just saw this question. I feel like people will not like if I don't ask you this. But since you see so many new projects, basically, you see a lot of new projects, right, Lita? It's certainly the ones that come to Catalyst, and then yes, I I am always. I'm very close to all the wires of Padano stuff. Um, yeah. So, so I guess the question is, is there any projects that are going to be on Cardano that have just really wowed you in your time um, watching kind of their proposals, watching their growth, maybe that I could cover on my YouTube channel. Cause I'm always looking for more Cardano like projects to talk about and just like interesting ones. And also for people to kind of look into not as financial advice, but, um, that you think could have a real good shot or that excite you? <laughs> well, Liquid was definitely one, and it sounds like you've covered them. The other two um, that's come out recently, and one that I'm just like, is for sure Sunday Swap, just the way they're doing things. Uh, they like are like pure Cardano ethos over there, and they're like super open source and, and all the good stuff, right? Um, the, the guys over at Melodex have some really good brain on their shoulders. Um, they haven't proven much yet for me, but <laughs> I just like the way Sunday Swap has. Um, yeah, and I haven't seen a lot of non-DeFi projects yet. I, I would really like to see more non-DeFi stuff come out. Um, the game, Ada Quest. It's, it's going to be like a Dungeon Dragon style game. I, I love those guys. It, it's like super high quality stuff over there. Um, yeah, those are kind of few that comes to my comes to my head right away. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, well, let me ask you this. Darlington, right? Darlington? Yes. That's an awesome name there. Um, so, let me ask you this, Darlington. If you were to die, and we don't want you to die, but if you were to die tomorrow or tonight, let's say, and you got to say everything you need to say to your family, your loved ones, your friends, but now on this platform, what would you like to be remembered by in the Cardano community if you died tonight? And like, I'll make sure to tell people years later (laughs) and bring your legacy and I'm, I, I'm sure many other people watching this will do the same, but like, what would you like them to remember you for at this cre- present moment in your like life? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I like to ask the there's two a, questions. There's a, there's a load of questions. Um, Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of education. I think it always comes back to that. And and part of why I, I champion education so much is is because that's really the only way to kind of safeguard and champion and and sort of guarantee um self agency. Um, right? Like people making logical decisions about things. So really, I mean that's the legacy I'm trying to forge. In, in the Cardano space as like the source for um, simple language education that helps you understand the value and the, the value the value prop of proposition of um, 
blockchain technology, um, right, and what that would do. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be launching a coin called Fluffy Coin, and oh. hopefully that can be like. <laughs> hopefully that can be like synonymous with some of that education stuff and like um, but I don't, I don't have a thing just education I suppose that's what I do every day <laughs> so you're going to be launching a coin yes so t yeah talk about that that sounds interesting yeah, yeah, Fluffy Coin is the name so far. That's the name on the test net anyway that we've been testing it. And 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 Fluffy Coin um is a way to kind of allow the community to facilitate giving and charitable giving um without all of the 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 tax burden and all of that stuff. Um so I'm gonna be testing it out first with our delegates at the pool. But the general idea is if you as a community wants to have a budget for charitable giving, um, you can mint Fluffy Quinn. Um, and in the presence of minting Fluffy Quinn, you can also kind of um, describe your distribution of the, the result of the mint. And what that does, it, it basically wrapped love laces. So, so Fluffy Quinn is going to come in huge amounts, right? Because one love lace, one ADA is a million love lace. Yeah. So if you made 10 ADA, you would get 10 million love lists, 10 million puppy coins, right? That you can distribute to people. And then what people will be able to do is go to puppycoin.com. That if you hold puppy coin, you can go to this website. It's not up yet, but you can go to this website and you can nominate a cause. And if that cause gets enough votes uh, at, the, at the top of the month, um, that resulting ADA that's been locked up would get tend to that charity if they accept ADA or convert it to fiat and then that fluffy coin would get burned basically so it can be minted for one purpose it can be given away and then it get burned but be between and part of why I'm using the wrapped lovelace idea is because when you meet them I can put stuff in the metadata for kind of why do I create it and then when you burn them I can put stuff in the metadata and then as a wallet holder, you could do this across different communities. And in two, three, four, five years, you can actually go back and say, hey, I personally give yeah. 5K to this person and 2K to that person. And then I was thinking with the NFT idea, when we when when the when the cost wins um and they're about to get the and the giving the funds all the people who voted for that cause would get issued nfts um and so if we can make this nft useful in some way maybe the the, the source from popular games and stuff like that and you combine that with um, um royalties right yeah. every time that nft change hands that money can keep going to that cause right so this this charity or this company or this cause get this perpetual source of funding and it just goes round and round and round and round. So that's that's the big idea with Fluffy Quinn. We're, we're gonna start tomorrow just test it in our pool because we're gonna be taking half of our pool margin and giving it to charity, but we're gonna make we're gonna let our pool delegators choose which charity to give it to by them by issuing them the Fluffy Coin. Um I've never yeah, I don't think I've heard that style of tokenomics yet.
Did you uh, kind of, have you seen anything similar? Is this kind of the first of its kind that you guys kind of thought of? I've not seen anything similar. I've definitely, yeah, no. And and I think why we, re, why we kind of arrived at that tokenomics is just this whole going back to the user, right? I want the person to have this personal agency and like sense of control. And actually in our pool, uh, the way we decide how many um, Fluffy Queen you're issued, say if we have 500 hours to give out, that's decided not just on how much ADA you have staked in the pool, but how long you've been staked with the pool. So we have it, this, this pool yeah. setup where it's impossible for any one person to have 100 times more uh, voice than, than any other person. So 100 is kind of like the cap. So even if you have five ADA and somebody has um, 2 million ADA, they will only ever have a hundred times more say than you. But if you've been in the pool for longer than that person, your say actually goes up by like a lot. So you could have somebody arrive at the pool with 500K ADA on day one, and somebody who's been in the pool with 500 ADA for three years, they will have the same voice. Um, so it's just kind of thinking of ways to, 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 to test out all these different ways of doing DAOs and governing is, is kind of how we got for the fluffy credit idea. Oh. Yeah, no, that's, uh, man, it, it's been awesome hanging out with you, Darlington. <laughs> like, this was really neat. That article about Catalyst is coming out on Monday. I really hope people check out Catalyst and really get this thing, thing to them. I will, I will maybe cap by saying just kind of contrast how huge this has been, right? One of the biggest DeFi, I won't say the name because I haven't super triple checked the numbers, um, <laughs> how to vote. <laughs> they had a vote recently um, on a pretty major KYC decision. 36 people voted. Thirty-six people voted. The last catalyst, two hundred and eighty something thousand ADA unique ADA holders voted. What? <laughs> so just you know, just look at those two. Um, why? Why is that exactly? It's just. I wish I knew. I'm not in that other community, right? I think just the incentives is not there. The community is not there. The people who hold those tokens, they hold it for different reasons than why people or ADA, right? Um, yeah. So. Huh. That's really interesting. It's really like, interesting. I feel like me and you could just keep talking, to be honest with you. <laughs> um. I love this stuff, but good, good. Thanks for having me on. Um, and, and if you're new, obviously I like what you're doing with the education piece. I'm a huge, huge fan of education. Um, I do hold uh, Twitter spaces Monday evening, um, Wednesday, and then Friday morning. For, and the spaces is just for if you're new to Cardano, if you're new to blockchain, you're new to Catalyst, and you have questions, you can come and ask. And I try to keep the language pretty newcomer friendly, so no jargon. If I if I use a jargon word, word I will explain it, kind of a thing. Um, and uh, so all the times are on on my website. Um, but yeah, let's get let's get people in here.
Oh yeah, I'm sure that we will. I, it's it's gonna happen. Like I'm a hundred percent certain. Um, what's your fate? Okay, one and I I wasn't trying to kick you off, Darlington. I really mean I think I could talk to you all day and just pick your brain. But let me ask you one more thing, and then I'll then we could we could uh we could take off. But um, and I'll post this. And I just wanted to ask you, what's like one of the things that you like to to be asked? the most about Catalyst? Oh, great question. I don't think I've thought about that. Because um, I was just I like about it. And I was like, I got to ask him real quick, just in case I missed anything, slash, I'd just be curious what he likes to, to be asked the most about it. Right. I mean, one question that I've enjoyed answering recently that I've gotten a few times now is, what kind of projects gets funded? And the answer is any kind. And, and maybe you didn't quite ask it because that answer of any kind is true, is more true now than it used to be. Because now um, when Catalyst started, IOG kind of picked the challenges. They're like, we need dApps. So people should build dApps, right? As the fun seven and going forward, the community will be picking the challenges. That's where that challenge team come in. So if you have an idea and you go to Catalyst and you, you look at all the challenges and you're like, oh, bummer, I don't see a challenge for my idea, you can basically go be a challenge team for the next proposal. You still get money for being a, for being a challenge team. And if your challenge gets voted, because the challenges go into the voting app too, so people can decide the next challenges, if they get voted, then you will have that challenge to go submit your proposal, right? So even if you came to Catalyst and you really have an idea, but there's not a challenge for it, you can be a challenge team person. And, and I will underscore that by saying the, the challenge team for the gamer on chain for Fun7 is one person. <laughs> That's crazy. Right, so one guy came, I was like, oh man, I want to build more gamer apps or whatever. And he formed a challenge team and, and presented it and argued it and people voted and they said, yes, we agree with you. And now he's like the one person that's championing that team. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm super passionate about that. So let me, I'm sorry, let me ask you one last question. So if, if, <laughs> if somebody, if I have an NFT project Say I'm partnered with a professional singer, right? And mm-hmm. basically, I have the NFT tokenomic, like how we can build this particular project. Um, and then the singer wants to provide access to her, you know, fans, things of that nature. And we wanted to integrate that. And that would obviously bring a lot of adoption if she's a professional, you know, celebrity uh, to Cardano because we'd be getting her fans involved. Would it? But, like, I also have these, like, other people that I know in Cardano that we could build the project with. Would you encourage that entrepreneur to go to Catalyst 2 or, like, to try going to Catalyst? Or should they just kind of do their own thing? Because that's something I've been really thinking about. You should definitely come to chat to Catalyst, right? And so the, the thing that people also don't, there may be missed with Catalyst. It's not just about the money. 
yes, the money is great, and it would be nice if we got the money. But and we said it before, right? It's an engine. It's a hive mind. So anything that goes through it gets changed and gets made better, right? So even if you didn't get the money, just by coming to Catalyst and talking to people and getting advice and and, and having these going to these rooms, the Wednesday room, you can apply to host one of the breakout rooms if you have for your idea, right? People will show up and give you feedback on it, right? Um, so just by going through the engine, you will make your idea better. So even for that reason alone, I would definitely encourage you to come to the Catalyst. Um, but if you're building on Cardano, you should get compensated for it. And the network is set up that way. It's set up that if you're building on Cardano, this money is for you. So you should come to Catalyst. All right. All right. We got to end this because we got to have Darlington back on the show if, if, it, if he's up for it sometime. But um, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll let this one breathe. I think that this is a great intro to Catalyst. What, do you think that um, people will have a good idea? Do you think that... The, was this a pretty good intro to Catalyst, in your opinion, man? You can be straight with Yes, that. yes. No, no, no. This was good. Yeah, we covered we covered a lot. And and I think oh, okay. maybe in in February, um, that would be probably a good time to kind of check back and be like, where is Catalyst now? Yeah. Um, the February fund will have sixteen million in it, um, of Catalyst money plus outside money, dot dot dot. So let's check back in February and see what that means <laughs> and how Catalyst has changed. Because Catalyst, so no, no single funding round in Catalyst have looked like the previous. Every time we go from one fund to another, Catalyst is self-morphed and changed to respond to the community, right? Uh, and, and the February um, fund, will be right for lots of new changes too. So I feel like that would be a good time to check in again after the holidays and stuff. Um, yeah, I do too. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, well, geez, that's, that interview really blew my mind. Maybe some of you guys on the other side of the screen feel the same way, but uh, I'll talk with Darlington and get some links and stuff to post on the video for you guys. And Darlington, man, thank you so much for coming on. I'm really glad that, uh, I'm really glad that I reached out because like you are the catalyst guy. So <laughs> I'm passionate about this stuff. I'm really glad we got to talk about it. And and I'm glad this is, you know, on the YouTube video people can play like in the cars in the background and like really is super accessible. In my podcast um, too. I'll put I'll put Oh, there you go. So we'll have it both nice. podcast and the YouTube. Right, right, and right. So I really hope Catalyst come, like people come to Catalyst. There is eight million dollars up for grabs. Come get your piece. <laughs> I love it. I'll so one quick uh, thing, um, darling. Why don't you stick on? I'm gonna end the recording, but um, I just want to talk to you for a couple minutes.